Welcome to the Dallas Space Innovators Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Louder. Innovation comes in so many forms in so many different ways. We believe this entire Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex is covered with people innovating. We designed this podcast to highlight the innovative things those business leaders, entrepreneurs, creators, problem solvers, the real innovators are doing day in, day out. As always, this show is brought to you by my company, Louderco. We find companies' profits through artificial intelligence and better operations. Like when we helped a massive Fortune 500 company build out their AI strategy to create breakthrough new food and beverage categories. Or when we redesigned the operations of a $100 million services company to add $10 million in net profit to their bottom line. To learn more about us, head to our website, louderco.com. Be sure to download free guides and presentations like our Intro to Artificial Intelligence presentation, or see if your company's even ready for AI through our AI readiness assessment tool. We're about to get the show started. If you like what you hear, it would mean a lot to us if you subscribed and left us a review. And now, enjoy our guests and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Downspace Innovator Show brought to you by Louderco. I'm Andrew Louder and we have a very special guest on the show here today, Ray Estep, CFO and COO of Transmira. Ray oversees all aspects of finance and operations for Transmira and its industry-leading metaverse platform, Omniscape. Transmira is pioneering experiential reality, XR technology, on the BSV blockchain spearheading development of the metaverse, where the reality of the physical world meets the infinite space of the digital world. Transmira's groundbreaking Omniscape platform brings location to life, allowing businesses to engage with consumers by combining augmented reality with virtual reality in the exciting new XRTM environment. Boy, if that's not exciting to our listeners, I don't know what is. Ray, thank you so much for joining us today. Andrew, thanks for having me. I'm excited to uh, to chat with you a bit here. Yeah, me too. I think there's a lot that we can cover here. You know, the metaverse is such a fascinating topic uh, for me personally, for our listeners. And so I think, you know, ultra excited to be diving into this. But, you know, before even jumping into all that, love to give you a chance. Just tell us about Ray, you know, give us about one to two minute bio on yourself, um, your accomplishments, things that you're proud of. Yeah, no, great, Andrew. Um, again, thanks for having me. Um, you know, as you know, uh, I've had a had a twenty year CFO career, and and um, it's 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 been a great ride. And you know, thirty years ago, really got my feet started in banking um, uh, uh, and consulting. Um, actually, with PwC, um, realized I didn't want to be a banker all my life, and. Um, Love to get my hands dirty and love to create and innovate um, and found that best suited to, you know, work with folks that are trying to, you know, grow some great companies and do some great things and create new categories, create new industry and and, and create new technology. And uh, really have found my home in, uh, in doing just that and really kind of a servant leader capacity, Andrew, throughout my career. Um, and has um, been fortunate to be around some of the greatest and best and brightest of the largest of global companies like Nokia and some of the smallest like Transmira 
um, and some, you know, middle market uh, companies as well, where, um, you know, achieved a few company exits and a few good growth stories in there across a couple of different sectors and, and um, you know, bring some shareholder returns in and, um, and uh, make, make some people happy inside the company, right? Yeah. And uh, create jobs and, and um, uh, just, uh, you know, be able to look back and say, wow, we, you know, did some, did some, did some great things, you know, across time. So um, that's, that's, that's kind of been, you know, a big, a big, a big part of this for me. Um, you know, it's, it's been a kind of a rinse and repeat, you know, every deal is a little bit different for me that I typically sign in for, you know, mm-hmm. three, five, seven year run on something until we achieve goals of, you know, shareholders and boards and management teams. And, um, you know, if that results in a company transaction, oftentimes we're all off, you know, we move on to the next one, you know, after those few years of that run, right? And and, and go leverage those knowledge, that, that, that those learnings and that knowledge into the next deal, right? To, to help folks, um, you know, build the next, uh, you know, build the next great company, um, Andrew. So um, that's great. Yeah, and Ray kind of dug through the memory banks and searched through the emails a little bit just to try to refresh myself on how we met. But you know, this was back in late 2018 when Pam Ture made the introduction to us. Uh-huh, she, thought right. we, she thought we'd be, um, you know, great connection and be able to you know, be good friends. And I'm thankful that we've gone this long staying connected over coffees and phone calls texts things like that so honored to stay in touch with you and continue to see each other uh, work through their careers here yeah no that's yeah pam's fantastic and grateful for her to bring us together andrew it's been uh, you know great knowing you for the last several years yeah likewise likewise so ray where did you grow up where did I grow up? That's a great question because I guess, uh, you know, Andrew, it's not been one place. So yeah. my father, I'm a Navy brat. Um, so my father was in the, in the U.S. Navy, he was 25-year naval officer. And so we got carted around, you know, change of scenery about every four years and and horrible places such as Charleston, South Carolina and oh. Honolulu, Hawaii oh, and gosh. Bay Area of San Francisco and Annapolis, Maryland. And, um, but, uh, so, so really lived, you know, uh, you know, as a kid, just, you know, in, in beach towns and naval ports. Wow, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, mom took us to the beach after school and, and, um, maybe that's where I got my hands dirty early is in the sand. Right. Yeah, and, great. uh, big, big part of things. Um, so all over East coast, West coast, all us, um, lots of international travel, but have lived domestically. Yeah. So does, did sand ever annoy you? Like just getting <laughs> sandy? I mean, sand has never annoyed me. Uh, I guess when you, when you kind of grow up with it, uh, yeah. it's just, you know, you're, you're kind of lost without it. So it's actually a little yeah. bit of the extreme opposite, maybe. Um, like second nature, huh? But uh, yeah, you get, you know, sand in your eyes, you get sand in your mouth, you get sand in your toes, you get <laughs> sand in your shorts, you get sand yeah, everywhere, right? And, the uh, house. Yeah, the that's car. right. Yeah, it's in your bed, it's on the floor. Um, and when you're running around barefooted, you really, you know, see how many granules you can pick up yeah, pretty quick sometimes, yeah, you're right? used to that. And you mentioned you just <laughs> came back from a trip to coastal Carolina, so you must have felt right back at home on the beach. Yeah, a little bit, you know, uh, we try to get the family together once a year, you know, no different than probably anybody else. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so we kind of did it over 4th of July, which is a little bit, 
unusual. Um, I used to do some Fourth of July getaways years and years ago. It's just chaotic with travel and and just it's just a busy time to be trying to maneuver around. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, well rested. So uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, I guess uh, you've got an upcoming trip. Hope that goes well for you guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's always fun to travel with three kiddos. <laughs> That's right. Keeps your hands full and your your head on a swivel at all times. So wish us luck. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. You know, um, I recall we got drinks not too long ago at Media uh, over in Grapevine. Right. And not only did I enjoy the drinks, but um, yeah, I, it really didn't surprise me because you've always been at the forefront of technology, as you mentioned, in, in different industries. And so it really didn't surprise me to hear that you made your way to Transmira, a metaverse company. Um, and it just really fascinated me. And after that, that um, you know, that outing with you, I mean, yeah, I, I, it sent me down a path of trying to learn as much as I can about the metaverse. And it really is a fascinating time period right now with the metaverse. But like, for somebody like you that's ingrained in it constantly, uh, would love to kind of turn it to you to really explain to our listeners, like, what what is the metaverse? And why do you think it's it's important for our futures? The metaverse has taken on, you know, kind of a, you know, a little bit of a theme on its own, right? But, but you know, a little, you know, not too dissimilar from other, you know, major economic or business themes in the past, right? I think that, you know, probably our last one that we're still probably writing on is things around AI, right? And how AI came about yeah. early on and, and um, you know, even, you know, kind of prior to that, things around mobile, right? So mobile was booming. So everybody needed to be in mobile, mobile, mobile. Well, who, why, what? And... <laughs> You know, and then even, you know, early internet tech, right, is, you know, do I need to be like on, do I need a website? Really? Do I need a website? So, you know, and what the metaverse really is, do I want to be in the metaverse? Do I need to be in the metaverse? And so, uh, you know, I've lived through a few of these kind of big evolutions and and probably gives me a little bit of perspective on this and, and as well as many other, you know, experts in, in, in industry, you know, around the world that have seeing change and seeing how, you know, new dynamics come into play. And, um, um, but, but really, um, you know, the metaverse is a, is a, is a combination of many elements. I think, mm -hmm. um, I, I think that the definition evolves, right. I think it's probably evolved every 30 days, 45 days. Right. Um, I think it's, you know, uh, you know, six or nine months ago, uh, what I guess when, uh, uh, you know, Facebook changed their name and put the holding company up on top as Meta right. and, you know, and was, you know, that certainly draws attention. Then you look at, you know, what they're defining as the metaverse and it's, you know, hanging out in a cool virtual, you know, um, conference room with, you know, tiki huts and palm trees <laughs> and, you know, you can wear your swim trunks and have your avatar talk to the avatar, you know, you're going to the to beach with and, no sand, huh? Yeah, that's right. You don't have to worry about the sand, I guess, in the metaverse, right? Absolutely. Yeah, cool. So, you know, it's, it's, so that was kind of a, you know, a big kind of, um, you know, kind of consumerization uh, outlook, I think, as far as what is the metaverse, right? And so, um, you know, their video clip and things that, um, that, that came out on that announcement was, was a little bit telling, I think, in terms of, you know, what they saw as the metaverse. And then I think over time, you know, we 
start to hear about Decentraland and Sandbox. Then there's these real estate things you can buy a plot. Well, that's right. the metaverse. I can live next to Snoop Dogg and right. smoke a doobie and listen to his music <laughs> and do all this cool stuff. And that you know, and so then that was kind of the the thing. And then um, of course, then there's always been this buzz of you know, this NFT and this virtual right. good, and this is on blockchain. So you start to get technology mixed into metaverse. And so it's it's just been a, a bit of a roller coaster ride in terms of the definition, right? And right. and I know you've seen it as well, Andrew, that, you know, so the, the metaverse is just constantly being refined and defined, right? Yeah. And I, I think the way that I look at it, the way we look at it at Transmira is just really breaking it down to its pieces, which is really just nuts and bolts, you know? block and tackle approach to things, right? Mm -hmm. That might be, you know, around augmented reality, right? So uh, enabling a situation where you're augmenting, you know, kind of your real physical space around you, right? And then there's an aspect of virtual reality, which is really what you see in traditional, you know, online, you know, kind of streamed gaming concepts, right? And we've, it's yeah. been around for decades. Um, you know, then you get kind of blends of that and then, um, uh, you know, get these other various qualities. So the metaverse is all of this. The metaverse is a connection of worlds. It's, it's you know, kind of immersive experience. It's it's um you know um gonna gonna drive some sense of automation and remote capability that is you know very realistic in real time um in 3d right um so th th those kinds of qualities are kind of what we call kind of the nuts and bolts um of you know this metaverse umbrella um, you know, and so we like to think of it in real simple terms, you know, metaverse, uh, you know, I don't know, but Transmira, we're a kind of a tools and platform company, you know, serving up a blend of AR, VR technologies to, you know, bring great value to customers. So we try to keep it a real simple level. That's, that's great. Now, Omniscape, that's the, the groundbreaking platform that I shared about in our introduction. What can you tell us about that? It it's, uh, sounds like the way you were describing it to me over drinks, it's more than just a place. It's a platform, right? Yeah. So it's um, it's 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 our it's our branded you know platform offering to the market. Um, you know, Robert Rice, our founder CEO, um, you know, has been working on these qualities for fifteen to twenty years, and um, and his view of you know roads intersecting and lines crossing is, is 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 very imminent, if not here a little bit today. Um, and um, and 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 so he can envision a variety of pieces and and tools and solutions that fit together, you know, much like a puzzle, right? So. Um, think of Omniscape as many puzzle pieces coming together instead of it being called a puzzle, it's called Omniscape. Um, but um, um, it's really kind of our, our combination of, of tools as well as some proof of concept um, um, that we kind of stretch the Omniscape brand into, uh, you know, kind of a, a variety of several offerings that um, some of which are active today, some of which are in build mode, some of which are in a roadmap out in front of us. Um, uh, so yeah, it's a combination of pieces that, that we're bringing to market, Andrew. Yeah. And so who who would be a customer utilizing Omniscape? Are we talking B2B, you know, businesses consuming this, or is it uh, you know, 
B2C, the consumers? Yeah, it's very much B2B, Andrew. Um, we're, we're not, um, again, as kind of a, a, a tools and service provider in some respects and a product and technology provider to, to those that want to build out the metaverse and build out that world or build out that experiential, uh, you know, kind of robust uh, environment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who we service and that's who we bring our products to and and that that could be anyone from you know a, a product brand that wants yeah. to create a really unique you know kind of uh, environmental and you know immersive experience you know for their customer um, could be a social company um, right that is going from hey we're not just going to be doing you know video chats and text and filters and things but we want to get even more immersive right so um uh, and then and then there's gaming companies right that i think um you know from a vr perspective kind of encapsulate you know what many people believe is to be the metaverse of this virtual you know world that's you know immersive 3d uh, may have mock-ups like real world you know um you know kind of situations or locations um you know, so gaming companies are also, you know, obviously uh, moving into, you know, metaverse-like qualities. But, um, you know, with continued in-game, you know, kind of monetization and sales and commerce and things from a gaming platform that can also begin to turn social, right? So you've got game companies being social, you've got social companies <laughs> turning into games. You've got, you know, brands that want to play in both to, you know, kind of, bring youth and you know customer you know kind of uh um uh you know growth to the table and yeah absolutely right so um so those are you know kind of three examples of just you know customer channel and and base out there that you know where where our tools um um you know we we see playing and and are resonating today that's fascinating so what What's it like being part of a company like this that's on the next frontier you know, of the metaverse? I mean, what's that like being a part of that and being such uh, a, and the leader at this company? That's great. Yeah, no, it's 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 great, right? Um, it's uh, it's all the it's all the great emotions, right? It's yeah. thrilling. It's it's um, you know it can be you know nightmarish at times, um, you know, and all the things in between, right? And um, it's um, it's it's something that I've been just a part of throughout my career, as I mentioned, from early internet technology to you know a, a long run in and around mobile and content and digital music and. And, um, you know, and then the last 10 years more around software and B2B and enterprise and SaaS and, and things of that nature. So all these things have been new. And, and I guess I, I'm just fortunate and blessed to be with some great people that are you know, really good innovators where I've been able to, to partner and, and, and help lead charge as a, as, a, as a, you know, kind of trusted CFO on board mm-hmm. um, to kind of help navigate, you know, and kind of orchestrate you know, kind of execution and, and, and getting through some, some uncharted water. Right. And, um, and I guess even, you know, 25 years ago, we'd stand up and say, well, you know, there's, 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 there's no history in this sector. There's no history in this category. So my career and the folks I've been around, it's just been about constant category creation, right? It's about new categories. So it's, it's about new definition. It's about, um, 
um, uh, things that, that, that have to be very educational, uh, again, because it's new. Um, and what is the category of, what's 3G? Right, yeah. we 2.5G, really? So mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had 2G, and you're talking about 2.5. So in the mobile space, 20 plus years, this this was some of the earliest, and this hit in you know, the 300 million consumers, the 5 billion, 7 billion consumers around the world in a very quick time, right? In a short number of years, and and so this 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 idea of uncharted water is is absolutely this 3D immersive. AR, VR, blended, blockchain, you know, enabled kind of um, uh, environment of the metaverse that, um, that um, you know, we just, again, just, you know, we, we, we uh, again, take a black, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a block and tackle approach to this, you know, Andrew, yeah. because it's, uh, you know, we, we can't eat, we used to say you can't eat 10 Big Macs, even though 10 Big Macs piled up in front of you. Uh, you know, you can only eat it so much. You can only digest yeah. so much. You can only, you know, kind of get through so much, you know, and those around you can only deal with you taking on so much, right? So yeah. partners and, you know, and innovation, you know, kind of collaborations and things. We, we all can only move at, at, at a certain speed, you know, which is fast. Yeah. Um, but even then still, you know, we kind of hit walls and, and find out that, you know, you've really got to take things and, and you know, break things down and and, um, and, and and take them in bits and pieces, I think. Right, right. Well, as I imagine a day in the life like for you, Ray, I, I'm sure no two days are alike, but I'd love to hear what what's a week in the life like for for you specifically? I imagine it can be pretty busy, pretty innovative, lots of finance, lots of innovation. Yeah, no, it's a great testament, Andrew, to the team we have here yeah. and, 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 and just what I try to do to facilitate and engage and serve, you know, the team and the board and, and, um, and everything here, right? And, um, you know, and yeah, every day is different. And, and, you know, with most, you know, kind of younger, high growth, you know, tech-driven, you know, companies, we, we all find ourselves, you know, involved in things up and down the kind of the corporate ladder, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's anything from, you know, grinding grinding through, a, you know, a, a, a schedule that, that gives us some insight, you know, all the way to, you know, putting the final touches, you know, on the next board deck, you know, to driving, um, you know, some, some process around customer onboarding, you know, to... Um, you know, working with the sales team to understand, you know, pipeline and, and targets, right? Um, you know, so it's, um, um, yeah, every, every, every day is different. Um, but again, it's, you know, kind of, it's, it's, it's a little bit of business, you know, 101 and some basics, right, of, yeah. you know, customer concentration and focus on the customer, right, and, and bringing value and, um, you know, and everything really kind of, you know, kind of rolling off of that, you know, um, um, you know, does does give us, you know, a different a different angle every day because there's so many elements, you know, to be successful for that customer journey um, that we want to lead them on. Um, but it, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't push it off in a, in a, in a second, Andrew. Right. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. Incredible. Now, you mentioned your team, you mentioned kind of the innovation that, that goes on there. 
you know, could you take us behind the scenes of kind of how you, Ray, like handle when you're coming across some sort of issue and you're coming across this, you're in this new frontier kind of world, you know, how do you bring people together to solve these problems, to innovate and, and keep moving forward? Yeah, Andrew, um, you know, it's, a, it's always a great challenge, right, to be successful and to differentiate and innovate and create and, and build and be timely and, you know, the right guys in the right place at the right time to build the right things for the right market and the right customer, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely not easy. You know, probably one of the, you know, one of the bigger things on, you know, on that front, um, you know, you know, what do we do and, you know, kind of how do we do that? It's, um, it, it is just that it's focused on that customer, right? And it's, and then it's focused on, you know, a bit of a, out of a broader market because our customers are influenced by what they see and hear in the marketplace, mm -hmm. right? So we're kind of taking in, um, you know, the, um, it's a little bit of the, you know, I'll go back to one of the Guy Kawasaki, you know, statements of, um, um, you know, eat like a hummingbird and poop like an elephant, right? And that just means <laughs> you're just constantly listening and you're constantly churning through, you know, data and, and intelligence to to kind of arm yourself with your position and defining a capability um, that which, you know, can be exposed by your team, right? Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, so um, it's 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 a focus on the customer. It's 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 knowing what's going on in the market around us, um, and it's 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 really about building trust and relationships with those customers. Um, so there's a lot of conversation. I think to answer your point, Andrew, it's a, a lot of communication, right? I mean, yeah. communication is just you know um, just all so powerful, um, and and keeping doors open, keeping lines open, you know making sure everybody kind of has a little bit of everybody's back, making sure nobody's going astray, making sure that, you know, as we're thinking and as we're moving collectively as one, that, you know, that unification, you know, holds itself, you know, as much as possible um, before it disintegrates or breaks into pieces. And then we end up with stray and, and then we end up with inefficiency and then you probably got to mop that up somewhere sooner or later anyway. Then you're taking a step back. And and so um, but just, you know, communication, you know, across the team, you know, was huge to solving, you know, challenges and problems and and being unified, reaching, a, having agreement, you know, and being able to do that quickly, Andrew, is is huge. I mean, you've heard of the, you know, the analysis paralysis of. Yeah of organizations that get, you know, gosh, we, we want to think this through. We want to be so right. We want to, well, there's a speed and a time to market and, and, and windows of opportunity that open and shut on a daily basis, it seems. And, and so trying to, trying to get through those windows and those doors before they shut and, and trying to reach, you know, kind of conclusion through communications within the team to, to solve those problems, I think is, um, um, you know, what I look to try to facilitate as CFO and COO um, you know, across all our functional areas for, um, you know, all the offerings across our customer set. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I'd imagine you have one of the, one of the greatest jobs out there right now in the world of the metaverse. So, uh, we'll have to keep, keep a pulse on the, the progress being made there, right? Congrats on all that. Yeah, well, no, thanks. There's a lot of work to do. And, sure. um, yeah, you know, we're as, sure. we're as good as the people around us, Andrew, right? And, yeah. um, 
you know, we keep the bar high, we keep pushing hard, right? And, um, um, and you know, with that, we're hoping that, you know, great companies lead to some great success stories again. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, Ray, let's move into the lightning round where we move into a slew of questions that are a bit more on the, the personal front. Some can be kind of quick answer, others maybe we can dive into a bit more, but, uh, and we'll start off, this one's probably a little bit of a longer answer, but what, what do you wish you had known when you started on your career? And what would you go back and tell your younger self if you could? Uh, you know, Andrew, the, you know, I, I find myself thinking about that as I kind of guide my older kids uh, mm-hmm. through their college life and through yeah. their careers. And, and, and I realized that because my career was very much different than my father's, I, I'm providing, you know, something different to my kids than what my father provided me. Um, and so that, that's a big learning. I mean, my dad was a 25 year Naval guy, but thank goodness he drove into me, you know, diligence and process and, you know, think twice and, you know, um, you know, make decisions and, and, you know, and move. Right. And, um, and, um, um, you know, but I guess the, the piece that I probably missed in, in my career was that, you know, how important the people connection is, right. Never did what I think that, you know, um, the folks that I met in, you know, 30 years ago, I'm still doing business with, I'm still having relationships wow. with, I'm still bouncing ideas off of. And, and I know that I can pick up the phone and, and call those folks and they know they can pick up the phone and call me. So I, I think it's this, this people connection and we've got a, you know, network. I remember the first time uh, an executive that I was working with, I was probably 25 years old said, Hey, let's go grab a coffee or let's go grab a soda. We ended up at a McDonald's. Wow. In yeah. 1988, I'll date myself or whatever year it was. Yeah. And um, and um, I was like, why does this guy want to like leave the office? Why does this guy want to? <laughs> is this something strange about to happen? Yeah. You just didn't know, right? And um, and I was like, hey, right there. you know, yeah. hey, I'll go have a coffee with this guy, you know, offsite, and yeah. um, you know, but I was a young guy on the block and finding my way and. Um, you know, he knew that, you know, a lot of business is done offsite and candid conversation and really finding out who people are and how things can move. And, you know, so um, I think that people connection, Andrew, is just something that's just just huge. Right. And, and we pride upon it now across our teams and all of yeah, our people yeah. and and everybody. Right. And it, it, it makes life happen in a way yeah. that was different than, you know, decades ago, I think. Yeah, I definitely think I took that for granted early on in my career as well. Um, Think it's taken some time for me to finally realize how important that is that people connection that you're talking about so 100 percent with you there uh, what or who has influenced you the most Ray? you know there's there's several people andrew i i, I think influence the most the, the most is kind of the operative word mm-hmm. the reason for your question um you know i i, I come back to just my parents, you know, um, I mentioned my dad, uh, you know, contrary to that, my mother was at the other end of the spectrum. My mother was a a vocalist and a pianist in church and was the innovative one of the house that, you know, made all the great food. And, 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 you know, I grew up listening to her bang on the piano ever since I could remember. Um, and just watching her pull out books and sight read music and said, you know, mom's like a magician. It's like a mystery. It's, you know, mom, how do you do this? And then listening to the piano and, 
there was always music on in the house. So I'm three, four, five years old, and this is what's getting into my veins yeah. and okay. getting into my system. Um, you know, and I've uh, learned piano when I was five. I started playing drums when I was four. Uh, got my first <laughs> wow. drum set at my grandparents' house for Christmas, and never did I know that. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've been a part of music and I've had music in my life, you know, entirely, right? And played out in bands and have done recordings and done some small-scale wow. touring. And, you know, I'm probably one of the best failed rock drummers of the 80s, Andrew. <laughs> and so I, I get my thrills by doing, you know, great high-growth tech companies with some great yeah. people. And that's my band. Yeah, rock you know, star in that in, regard. In, in my adult life, right? And, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so well, I, I'd say that, you know, both my parents were absolutely influential to me and what I am and who I, who I you know, aspire to be. You're going to have to point me to some of your recorded music. Hopefully it's online and we can drop a link in the show notes here for our listeners to go listen. <laughs> okay, we can maybe uh, we could scrounge something up perhaps. I think okay. that's possible. Yeah, No promises absolutely. for absolutely. anybody here listening. But yeah, be I don't have any hot drops on Spotify or anything okay. right now. So just don't, don't, don't get the, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't bring in all the heavy hitters you sure, know, there. Sure. So yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's great, Andrew. Well, oh, is there anything you're learning about right now? Gosh, Andrew, you know, I, I, I learn something every day, right? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, um, there's just, there's so much going on and so much at our fingertips now, right? There's, there's so much we can, you know, chew on, right? You've got to be super, super, you know, focused and selective on, you know, where your time goes and what you take to learn. And so I think every now and then, you know, it's, it's great to relearn a concept, right? And I was a product of the 2000s and 2010s of, you know, the tornadoes and the crossing the chasm and the Jeffrey Moores and, mm -hmm. and all the strategy stuff that was coming out, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, which was just incredible for business, um, you know, at the time, I think. And, and um, you know, but still trying to, you know, be on the forefront, I think, um, you know, that, that's being close with entrepreneurs. You know, I'm, I'm still a mentor and a coach and have been in the accelerator space just as a as a give back to community. Um, you know, so mentor and coaching, mm -hmm. you know, kind of young entrepreneurs and young management teams and leadership teams and helping them form boards and business models and strategy and market penetration and, you know, and tactics to succeed. Um, you know, I think that staying close to you know, um, the, 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 what'll be the great innovators in five or 10 years. I think yeah. these guys are cutting their teeth now. They could be the great innovators of the next year or two. But, um, but, but staying close to that, I think is just huge for my learning. So that, and that's just a wild card breadth of, you know, here's another piece of technology taken a different way from this perspective into this market to create value. And it's like, ah, what a brilliant, you know, moment, right? Um, mm -hmm. you know, but having said that, I also have spent a lot of time on the investor side and, and looking at a lot of deal flow and, and coaching and enabling kind of, you know, investors back in the, the older days of everything was really real estate or oil and gas, but then guys wanted to differentiate and pull five or 10% of their portfolio into tech and high growth and digital and media and all these new things. And they didn't understand what those models were. And, you know, I started to advise and coach those investor groups and the deal flow committees on what they just, the pitch was and what they just listened to and try to put that into context in terms of which they would understand coming from a real estate or oil and gas background. Um, but staying in front of the investor sentiment today, right, I think is just a, 
um, you know, a constant, right? So um, staying close to what's happening on the West Coast and where sentiments are and what's resonating and what's working and, and why, right? And, and then you get into economics and the macro and the micro and, well, here's the way the, you know, the macroeconomic ball is tumbling at the moment and has for the last six months, that, which is really changing some dynamic of the investor space um, in some respects, um, you know, definitely changing some of the lending space, um, um, you know, so, so how capital is being driven into, you know, every, every economic element, every economic kind of upside or downside we get into, they're all different, right? Everything is different in time and space. And, and so I think, you know, learning from every single one of those is, is, um, is, is fascinating, you know, is humbling, right? Yeah. Um, and, um, so those are the types of things that I spend time learning on right now. Yeah. Lots to learn there. Uh, what do you look forward to the most each weekend? You know, I used to look forward to resting. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's that? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, and for probably 20 years, it's, you know, uh, at least for me, it's been, you know, if somebody wants to jump on a call or there's a something that's got to happen or I've got to meet somebody for lunch or I've got to grab a dinner on the weekend. I'm, I'm working a little bit on the weekend, which is um, just keeping the pace of business and just being a servant leader to my to my board and my team mm -hmm. and my company. Um, but, um, you know, still love to it again. Music is a big part of my life and and, uh, you know, love to get out and, and catch some live music, you know, where possible, sometimes spontaneously and other times it's. You know, something might be planned, um, you know, so it's a mix there. But, you know, love to just get out and relax. If it's not resting, it's, yeah. you know, relaxing by, um, you know, taking in some good music at a good venue and enjoying some time with friends and people and, and family. Um, and, um, you know, in kind of a, you know, in a bit of a social way, um, you know, love getting outside, love exercising, jump yeah. on the mountain bike and get 12 miles in in 50 minutes before wow. the next conference call or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so um, um, that, that, that's that's that's, uh, you Very know, active. spending spending the weekend in, in a pretty active state is is uh, kind of the norm for me. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question for you here in the lightning round, what, what are some routines you've set for yourself? I know when we grabbed drinks a while back, you mentioned you have some international colleagues and so you're up sometimes all hours of the day and night. What are some routines you set for yourself, maybe hacks that you've come up with to kind of help you be successful on your path here? Yeah, I think, you know, and, and we realize that, you know, that, the day-to-day -day and the pull of our business and in our pursuits can kind of drag us under on some other things that are important to us, right? And so, mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I definitely have a, a bit of a weekly regimen, as I mentioned, you know, just being fit, staying healthy, just, you know, keeps the mind and, and, and keeps me learning fast and 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 um, uh, keeps me as a valuable contributor to the team. Um, so I, I think there's I've definitely got a like a weekly you know workout regimen. Um, the 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 times of that I, I try to you know kind of get in the gym three times a week and I try to get on the bike three or four times a week, you know. So I alternate those days, um, you know, just as a just to keep Ray Ray and to yeah. keep me moving and jumping. Um, you know, I I think um you know on on the business side it's 
it's it's it's it's about making sure that you know the day-to-day -day doesn't pull you away from other things that are important right and and that gets in really into just you know kind of communications either with team or business colleagues um i do some volunteering as i've mentioned with you you know i i um you know involved in coaching and mentoring of you know folks in high growth technology companies and health tech and fintech and and different sectors um you know, so so kind of making sure that I'm current and staying constant, you know, with that network and those folks um, that are largely on the outside of my personal world as well as in my day to day business world um, is super important because that that's a love for me. And that's a that's a, you know, just a, a, a great way for me to just contribute in, in a different way um, and, and be a part of some things that's um uh you know beneficial you know for um you know for for really everybody i think um i mean i i get a thrill out of it i think that i'm hoping i'm extending value into the folks that you know i'm, I'm yeah. working with in that capacity um you know and then it's and then it's just you know the regimen of of diligence on on the company right it's 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 pressing on you know category development right and and it's project management around communications and stages and development and evolution and you know kind of operationalizing products and and you know what has to happen there and it's you know it's it's this internal you know somewhat mentoring and coaching as well as learning from my team on mm -hmm. what works for them and doesn't work um you know, to just really, from a company perspective, just bring that, you know, compelling customer experience to light, um, you know, but that says you've got to do about, you know, 5,000 pieces really good behind that, right? And um, yeah. so I like to juggle that rat's nest and, and, and kind of keep that very fresh and current and, you know, for our team and for the company. Awesome. Well, good, Ray. Well, you're off the hot seat. You've made it through the lightning round. Congratulations. Woo! All right. <laughs> Thanks. I think you yeah. went easy on me, though. <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. You know, um, and Ray, I appreciate your time here. We'll bring the show to a close here in just a moment. But how does a, a customer, client, somebody that's interested in working with Transmira um, get in touch with you guys? Yeah, great, Andrew. Thanks for offering uh, the 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 plug here. Um, certainly, the Omniscape.com website is you know is a touch point to get a little bit of the feet wet. Um, we try not to probably you know unload all the qualities you know on our website. Um, and me personally, um, Andrew, everybody can you know find me on LinkedIn is probably the best way to great. to uh, kind of drive communications to me um and um try to stay active there and current and in and in good communications there with the network there um as part of my regimen as well and good place to find me awesome awesome well ray can't thank you enough for making the time to be on the show today i know you're you're crazy busy uh, leading a, a great company into the next frontier the metaverse so thank you so much for making the time to be on our show today Andrew, it's been a pleasure. Hope to see you soon. And um, thanks again. Likewise, Ray. Likewise. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to the Dallas Space Innovator Show. I'm Andrew Lauder signing out. That's our show for today. We hope you took away something valuable. Be sure to visit Louderco at louderco.com for more. Thank you again and stay tuned for more from Dallas based innovators. Thank you.